Hey everybody! Hey everyone! This is Zach. This is Stuart. And um, tonight we have another uh, nerd fight we're gonna do. Mm -hmm. we'll talk about some things we've been watching or consuming or whatnot. Um, but yeah, let's let's start off with the uh, the nerd fight. All right. So, yeah. So who who we got up in the uh, so tonight, in this? Uh, for round one, we have Gandalf the Grey. Ooh, yeah. Gandalf the Grey. Gandalf Not... the Stoner, really. Like he's he's the one that's always hitting the pipe, kind of kind of a yeah shackle. He's, so, he's friends with the the guy that the has hobbits. all the the rabbit shit all over him. Right, right, right. And so is Gandalf the Grey like the first iteration of Gandalf? Was there like Gandalf um, the Purple or Gandalf the Grey? I don't know. Like so. Because I, I know, know there's Lord Gandalf the, the Gray, and then Gandalf the White, but like those are the Lord only the two Rings iterations that I know of Gandalf. That yeah. well, I don't know if it's like like um, power levels, for example. Like it might be that. Maybe um, I think Gandalf the Gray is what he's called in the Hobbit, so I think that's like OG Gandalf. Yeah. So OG Gandalf versus Bishop from Aliens. Oh, I thought you were going to say Bishop from X-Men. <laughs> from X-Men? <laughs> yeah, I like that Bishop. <laughs> so so who, who, who do you think is uh, either more popular or, or more, more agile or adept in the uh, huh. combat? Well, I mean, Gandalf does have, like... So Gandalf has that, like magic but it's not what we call crunchy magic it's more of like yeah it's just kind of like this hey i'm gonna cast a light <laughs> yeah yeah which um, goes back to i like the online internet theory that if if we diagnose the classes in D D format that mm -hmm. gandalf is not really a wizard he's a fighter that's taken a level of wizard <laughs> maybe yeah i mean he's a good fighter too because <laughs> you see him dual wielding a staff and a sword in one of the uh lord of the rings movies yeah um so and I, and this is the thing is like i really don't know too much yeah so um i looked it up and there's only two iterations of gandalf gandalf the gray and gandalf the white okay um so like he spent, like, years between The Hobbit and the book The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, like, searching up information um, mm -hmm. about, like, the ring and whatnot. Yeah. So, I feel like... So, Gandalf's got, like, magic. Mm -hmm. Bishop has what? Like, he's, a he's minigun? A, he's a robot? Oh, oh, no, this is another bishop. Yeah, yeah, bishop from Aliens. Yeah, he's, the original the, bishop. Uh, yeah, the bishop yeah. that got, like, split in half. Uh -huh. I mean, spoilers. <laughs> we did an episode about it uh, mm, a while mm -hmm. ago. <laughs> I mean, I, I it's it's hard because, like, well, it's not hard. Because I feel like Gandalf the Grey wins this I, one. That's, because, like, that's my feeling it's, as well. It's a, it's a robot. Like, Gandalf the Grey, I guess, technically dies-ish against the... Belrog, um, and then you yes. know comes back as Gandalf the White. Yeah. Um, but you know Bishop dies fairly like easily, if I remember correctly. Uh, I mean he doesn't really die, die. But yeah, like he's he's incapacitated to a an extreme degree. <laughs> He does have that white gooey liquid. Um, yeah, I, I love the the robot's blood in the the alien series. In it's the aliens like movies, milk. yeah. Hey, did you see Prometheus? Was I that, did. Um, okay. What what's your stance on Prometheus? Did you like it? Um. N no, not really. No, you didn't think it was like a uh, monumental movement or movie for the alien series no okay nah i never saw it i saw the meme about the thing where it was like this giant wheel uh like going towards the main character 
but the main character keeps on running like straight, straight yeah. instead of going left or right. Well, and it's also like this shows you how vast <laughs> distances are in space. Is that yeah. there's a line where one character is is like scheming with another, um, mm-hmm. and and they're like, we've we've traveled like hundreds of billions of miles to get here, and blah 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 blah. And some hero on Reddit actually crunched the numbers, and they're like, wait, so they're just like outside of Jupiter? ah like they're supposed to be in another galaxy but like yeah if they said anything further than that i feel like they that maybe the screenwriter was like well people aren't gonna get it like that yeah this is a high enough number right and it's like no you are still in the solar system (laughs) yeah well i mean you know writers aren't um scientists so but yeah yeah. but they do deserve solidarity they do (laughs) get the residuals yes i mean that'll that'll date when we're recording this hopefully that'll be wrapped up by hopefully gosh i hope so um but yeah my my vote's definitely for gandalf the gray i feel like magic um you know all right so personally i feel like magic beats technology okay um and you know i that's more of my personal thing sure um i always like seeing the intermixing of magic and technology um kind of like in media and stuff like that but if i had to choose between technology or magic my heart's probably in magic so gandalf the gray gets gets the wink for me see same counterpoint though yes nuclear weapons (laughs) where do we stand on (laughs) on nuclear weapons on on nuclear weapons working against a gandalf i mean i feel like because, I mean, Bishop did remote in into one of those uh, ships. That's true. That's true. I do <laughs> feel like Gandalf probably has a spell for that. And it's going to be like a bullshitty spell. Where yeah, it's like, this is before I removed. Magic, and so it's yeah. just like, just specious, like, I've done a thing. I've, yeah, where like, I eliminated one of the chemical factors in your nuclear bomb so it doesn't work (laughs) ha ha okay and then he he goes and tokes (laughs) oh man see i i wish i could program because i want to make all of these in mugen and just have like his victory screen is just like popping a squat yeah where he's just kind (laughs) of laughing you know on twitch there is still um so there's a twitch channel called salty bets okay um that runs mugen it runs all of these characters and people um but they're all controlled by a a, an ai or the um cpu so it's not characters like fighting each other right it's the cpu fighting the character (laughs) <laughs> but the developer or like the programmer of the character submits the file for the character and then they usually oh, put those characters cool. yeah so like if you're like very versed in mugen you can like build out a character with like move sets sprite hitbox really things cool. like that and you kind of like set up the um like priority of the cpu's like actions like you know spamming oh certain moves or blocking particular things and then they let them fight each other and then the people who are watching um they have like salty dollars and stuff like that and you can basically like (laughs) bet on the characters who's gonna yeah who's going to win and you know this is fake money and it means nothing so it's uh it's it's funny but when like people lose all their money they're like back to the salt mines you gotta (laughs) (laughs) or you basically just make a new account and you're back at like you know yeah so so it's it's actually kind of cool like to see like some of the um the characters that people like program and submit to mugen so or submit in the mugen files for salty bets but yeah if you ever just have like time to kill and you're on twitch uh salty bets it's a uh it's a cool um it's a cool channel where you can just keep that in mind yeah Mm. i think one of the characters so one of like the very op characters oh and 
I think you have to, when you um, modify your character, you have to keep the character's original, like, moveset from the game that you um, took that, like, character's aspects from or something. Oh, okay, so you can't, like, create... Like, you can't tweak, like, damage. Yeah, you can't, like, just over overpower yeah. damage and stuff like that. Um, one of the characters, um, everybody... Because, like, a lot of people submit, like, Dragon Ball Z characters. Uh, there's one, like, Goku that's, like, ridiculously, like, strong and stuff like that. <laughs> But there's a character, um, Ronald McDonald is one of the characters from, like, a, like a, an old fighting game. Like, an old, like, you know, McDonald's fighting game who okay. is also, like, ridiculously, like, good, too. And they separate all these characters into um, tier levels. So it's not like tier S fighters are going to be fighting, like, tier C fighters and stuff right. like that. But, yeah, it's it's funny because, like... Sometimes, um, if you play a lot of fighting games, like, I used to really love Marvel vs. Capcom, and you get to see a lot of, like, the sprites and, like, the, uh, the, like, movesets from, like, these particular characters that, you know, somebody painstakingly, like, put together in the Mugen file. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, you know, it's super silly, but, yeah, salty bets. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, I have made a note of that. Um, yes. So, so round two. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like Gandalf is winning. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, if, for my vote, is it's Gandalf. Unless uh, yes. you have a, a big, like, need for, um, or a big, I guess, argument for Bishop. No, like, the only one that I would have would be, like, what if what if bishop hijacked one of the uh, the ships remotely and called yeah. it like a like a war strip. but like i don't know like gandalf i think is probably going to be the crowd favorite for <laughs> for that yeah and i i feel like even for ip um i feel like gandalf's probably a little bit more recognizable even just being the main character yeah yeah oh for sure mm-hmm. um so for round 2 I have uh, Tannis Half-Elven from Dragonlance versus Harry Dresden from the Dresden Files. Hmm. So, if you're unfamiliar, because I think you've mentioned before you didn't read any of the, like, Dragonlance books yes, growing up. Yes, that's correct. So, Tannis Half-Elven is basically Aragorn. Okay. Like, I mean, like, that's that's probably overly reductive, but, like, essentially he's Aragorn yeah um, he's not especially magical um he's just kind of your your token like straight dude in a fantasy thing like he's um to kind of give a a, a brief character background of him he is the only half elf that we see in Dragonlance. um oh. he's <laughs> he's the product of a sexual assault during the oh. cataclysm in Dragonlance. Um, and so he was raised with his mother's people who were dirt elves. Qualanesti, mm. right? I think, is... Uh, is yes, Qualanesti. Yeah, so so like he's, he's the type of elf that's like a dirt elf. But like he... Half elves are kind of unheard of in Dragonlance um, because mm-hmm. the elves are so... Uh, insular and so he kind of um, because he's half elf he can grow a beard so he he just like wanders around in plain sight looking uh. but like his his whole story in the uh, the original chronicles is essentially what aragorn is like he's he's ultimately going to unite kingdoms that are warring and things like that um, oh, cool. so he's like the big damn hero right or one of yeah. the big damn heroes um, Harry Dresden, like, you know who Harry Dresden is. Yes, like... yes. So Harry Dresden <laughs> is from the Dresden Files, which I believe they have, like, 15 books now. I'm actually curious how many books they have. Um, I think I stopped planned out to 24, but let me see. Um... Uh, yeah, um, yep, Harry Dresden. Yeah, so there's 17. 17. I was close. I I almost um, got there. 
So there's yeah. 17, and then he has plans for it to be a total of 24 books. Yeah. God. Are you caught up in this series? No, I haven't read... Where is the the list of them? I can tell you where I dropped out. Um, yeah. And it's because I also like I just stopped reading because there was like a huge break in time. Yeah. So Skin Game was the last one that I read. It was 2015, and then he put out two in 2020. But during that wow. five year period, I yeah, he took like, a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like so he put out Peace Talks and Battleground. Um, mm-hmm. Twelve months is supposed to come out in 2024 at some point but um with that five-year break i just kind of i was like well i kind of want to know what's going on but i forgot the story up to that point and it's like well i'm not going to reread 15 books i'm going to wait for him to finish out his series and then i'll i'll read the series yeah because i didn't get the skin game i got to cold days but yeah like i don't even i i remember he like he had an assistant there was like a very religious dude who had like Excalibur or something like yes. that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like he had a girlfriend who was like a a red vampire, which not to be confused with black vampires or white vampires. And mm-hmm. um, Titania or no Faye was like his godmother, and and that's what I know about Dresden Files. Yeah, he's he's kind of the the wisecracking wizard for hire who oh, actually advertised. He had a skull film. too. Yeah, he had a, like a little Yeah, Bob the Skull. Yeah, but but um he was like a super powerful wizard from what I remember. Like he is. He, um he's also he got, got some um uh different titles and different powers from those titles. Yeah, yeah, like I guess spoilers. Doesn't he become like the um, knight of like the the fairy court or like yeah the, he becomes the winter the, fairy court. He he becomes the winter's champion. Yeah. Yes, I think that happened in cold days, and that's why I remember. And that. so yeah, so like the title that goes or the the powers that go with that is that like he he's not impossible to kill, but like he's he's the next the next best thing to impossible to being killed um yeah and he just like has this arsenal of like just random ass items that he's gotten out of all of these books like some of them are really he, cool like i i really does like, he have like a staff or something he does yeah he has a a staff he doesn't has, he have a gun that he can just shoot people yeah i mean he does have one of those but he has uh, blasting rods that are basically like wands, but they're they're pre-charged with a certain amount of like kinetic force. Right, and he has like shields, like yeah. shields on his like but wrist. And here's stuff. but here's the thing: is that those are tied to locations. Like the shields on his wrist let him let him access places that he has already warded without having to like take all the wards off. If that makes no, sense. but like he can summon up a shield to like take kinetic energy away or like the block things. Uh, I don't know about that. One. I like I, I believe I don't so. That one. Like I, I believe I'm not so. I don't disbelieve because you, but I there was a thing where like somebody shot a flamethrower at him, and he was able to stop the flames, but the heat like affected him because the the shield didn't like. It protected from the kinetic like fire. But oh, but it didn't. It didn't block out the heat. Heat, yeah. Yeah. So all the heat still came in. Yeah. You know, burned the fuck out of his hands. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I, yeah. I do say that one of his cool the the coolest item that he has is the uh, the little like ring that he has on each hand that builds up kinetic energy. Like oh. so over the course of the day, like while he's walking. Like, it just stores up energy. So mm. when he needs it, he can unleash it all at once. And it's just... <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, I... It's just incredible amount of force. Yeah, from what I remember, he was kind of OP a little bit. Like, he took out, like, a billion vampires, red vampires, in, like, the Mayan, like, temples or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I. 
I mean, truthfully, like, with all of his gizmos and gadgets, his spells, like, we didn't even talk about all of his spells, like, yeah, he has I some, mean, like, he, he's crazy... Pretty, yeah, he's an accomplished wizard as well, like, he's, uh, he's, he's, um... What was the spell casting on this? Like, was, I think it was very crunchy, like, there was certain, like, there were there, rules that yeah, you had to, like, kind of for it and then also people have different aptitudes and so like he right they 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 break it down in that like he's not very good at like the subtle like mind like oh magic stuff yeah and things that are that require like subtlety and finesse like he's but didn't he have like a bunch of like magic energy that he can pull from he he does, but it's all pretty much focused on um, blasting, like yeah, like fire and making things go boom. Like he he can he can exponentially increase the destructive force of destructive spells, but like he yeah. can't really do anything subtle very well. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, truthfully, again, it's going to go to. The magic user, the magic, yeah, exactly. the magic user with a gun. I don't know. Which, again, this goes back to the anime that I watched last week of the um, the the Tekken Bloodline one, where it's just like, well, you've defeated me, but can you defeat this forty-four this gun? caliber gun? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, well, I would have to go with Dresden. Yeah, me too. Um, like I said, I I did an RNG on a spreadsheet for a bunch of these these characters, and it, it yeah. paired these two, and I was like, well, I think I know what what the last round is going to be, which is of course what it is, which is Gandalf the Gray versus Harry Dresden. Yeah, wizard versus wizard, um, old wizard versus new wizard. Um, to be honest, I I so I'm gonna go with if it's a knockdown dragout fight, um, Harry Dresden. Um, yeah, I feel like Harry Dresden has a little bit more um, tricks up his sleeve. Um, yeah, because he's not scared to fight dirty. Yeah, and um, he has more combat-y spells. Like, we don't really see Gandalf do too much, but, like, mm-hmm. Gandalf still has, like, some stuff. It it's It's difficult for me. Um, I feel like Gandalf's probably the more well-known character if we're looking at, like, IP and, like, presence in just the modern day. I think if you held up two pictures of, like, you know, Dresden and um, Gandalf, people would probably know more, like, Tolkien or Gandalf. Well, so it depends, because, you know, Jim Butcher is a, um, very very rapidly consumed author um yeah, yeah. i think it depends on the 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 age of the people in the context potentially yeah um you know gandalf you're obviously going to get the olds like people our age and older i think hey, hey we're not old um well we're ver- verging on 40 so <laughs> we're, we're just staring down the barrel of 40 Hey, hey, I still got three more years, so. Um, oh, changing your age, are we? No, no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, um, I would probably shoot for, I mean, it's it's really a toss-up for me, so I'm going to let you be the, uh, the, the uh, deciding I'm, factor on this. I'm going to say Harry Dresden. Like, he's he's got raw power, whereas we don't see Gandalf use magic, like, ever. Yeah, that works for me, then. Yeah. Okay, so this week's uh, champion, then, it seems, is Harry Dresden. Uh, I can't Uh wait to see what the championship is going to be, because I have it randomly seated as well, so we'll we'll see how that turns out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We've we've got some, some heavy hitters in there. Yeah. Yeah, so far what we have is uh, Garland from Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Kerrigan from Star Trek. Star, Star Tra- Starcraft. Mm, um, yep. We have the Lady of Pain from Planescape. And we have Harry Dresden now. Nice. So, uh, of 
those four, three of them are, are magic-based. Yeah, which, I mean, magic is a little overpowered. Yeah. Just because it can, <laughs> you know, do almost anything. Yeah, I mean, one of them is also a god, so... Yeah, so that's <laughs> going to be difficult. That, that, that'll be fun. Mm. Um, but in the meantime, uh, while, while we're, we're building that out, um, let's talk about some meanies. Sure. Um, did you want to go first, or did you want me to? Um, I've got, like, three things, so... Gotcha. I've got... Uh, let's see. I've got a total of five, but I can break it down into two separate eh, sections. Then you can go first. Okay. So, um, I guess I'll start with, with shows that I, I ran through. Um, mm-hmm. So, this first one I didn't finish, but I do recommend it just because it's so bizarre. Um, you might like it because it is a weird anime. Okay. But it's called Therme Rome Nove. I have not heard of that. So, it's... um. Okay, so here, here's the thing with this anime, is that it's set in ancient Roman times, and it okay. follows this uh, guy that creates baths, like, you know, like Roman baths, like, like saunas and spas and, like, things like that. Okay, yeah. And so he, every episode, he's faced with some, like, difficult client who's trying to contract with him. And he goes mm-hmm. to have a think about it in his own personal spa or, like, the village spa or whatever. And he gets sucked into a different type of modern um, bathroom. Yeah. So, like, he'll he'll go for a think and then pop up in some dude's, like, shower in the 20th century. Okay. <laughs> and, like, reflecting on it and going, this would be perfect <laughs> to include... And- um, and the people who are in or have those like well, so bathrooms that's the thing, is that they're not they're not there like he's just like marveling at like what it's got their pipes that pipe in hot water and so he's like having to figure out how to engineer it in ancient times. Ah, okay it's apparently based on a manga because so the episodes for this are like 22 or 23 minutes really they're only about 18 because mm-hmm. each episode ends with the um, writer and illustrator of the manga um, as she's taking a tour of the different hot springs and onsen um, in in Japan and explaining um, the inspiration for, for different storylines from the manga. Oh, that's so cool. It also gives you a kind of like a, like a historical look at <laughs> things. Yeah. Are. Yeah, like I, I mean I that's kind of neat. Um, yeah, it's I I didn't finish it because it's one of the, it's it's not really slice of life, but there's not a whole lot of like conflict, right? And, oh, it's only that's like, going on there. It's only like eight episodes, I think. Um, oh, so it's not too bad, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I would recommend it if if anything I said sounds interesting. Um, and then the other thing, and man, this is all of my stuff's going to date when we're recording this, but ah, that's all right. Um, so the other show that my wife and I went through um, is something that you and I may have to discuss in the future because Ooh. it is Good Omens Two. Oh, okay, yeah. They did I've seen some. Two. Yeah, I've yeah. seen some advertisements for that. It's actually really good. Um, like I don't like it. It just came out, so I don't want to give spoilers or anything. Yeah, I was kind of suspect of like, what are they doing here? But in yeah. the tone matches, it's great. Um, I'm interested to see what season three will look like. Yeah. So when they were putting this together, did they, um, I don't know, talk to um, um, Gaiman? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so he worked. Uh, I, th- I think he's either showrunner or he wrote a number of the scripts himself. Um, mm-hmm. So, and he's he's also, if I recall correctly, it draws from notes that he and Pratchett had going for potential sequels to the book that never oh, cool. had, never panned out because Pratchett passed away. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like I. 
I really like how um, every episode, you know, the 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 uh, the intro, the the march that they're going on with with humanity, yeah, times it, it changes to reflect or give like a teaser of what's going to happen. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it it's a constantly shifting uh, opening. Nice. Yeah, um, they did that at the um, the original one, right? Their uh, opening. Yeah, or... so it didn't change every episode it changed for the last one oh, okay but it was like the same for the first five and then the last one it, it was a different opening i think okay that's that's what i'm remembering probably yeah. so yeah that's that's my first section nice uh i also ended up watching a couple of things um oh. i ended up catching up on um a couple of the anime that i am watching Mainly because it is con season, and I usually like to um, to be current with um, a lot of my um, shows, just because usually you'll like walk into people having conversations, and I just don't want to get spoiled, so I just want to be like up to date on um, shows that I really enjoy. So I've been watching two particular shows um one's demon slayer which any like longtime listener will know that that is a show that i really enjoy um yes it does have its problems um some of the writing's not like super great but boy is it a beautiful beautiful anime and they are on season three right now um oh really the yeah the sword smithing arc the the i mean the manga is about to end so it is not a it's not going to be that super long of a anime i think they're almost about halfway through truthfully um so it's only going to be like what like six seasons then maybe depends depends on if they pad out the actual anime you know, they might throw in or they a season. Or they could throw in a couple of uh, movies like they did with Mugen Train. Well, Mugen Train was actually um, the was from one of the mangas. It was actually a an arc in the manga. Yeah, they, that's what I'm saying is that like it wouldn't be six seasons necessarily. If, they, if yeah. there's another smaller arc, they could probably do a movie. Into a movie, yeah. I mean, because Demon Slayer or the Mugen Train did gangbusters. Like, it... <laughs> it I think like, it still like, has a record for like highest grossing like anime. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I would believe that. I mean, it was beautiful, and but like even this uh, series is like you know they outdid themselves on the uh, animation. It's it's really good. Um, I will say I am a little disappointed. Um, I'm only halfway through it. Um, mm. I think it's done. Um, I'm pretty sure this season is completed. And I kind of like um, waiting till seasons are completed. But since, again, it's con season, I'm just deciding to like catch up on it. But um, the um, the group that uh, the main character uh, roams with, like Inosuke and um, Zatsu, and, um, uh, are not a part of the season. So it's, it's mainly just... Um, the main character um so you know it's it's good i enjoy it um i'm watching it again the writing the writing and pacing could be better i mean it's good but it could get better um but the visuals are just really beautiful and i am i mean it's still one of my favorite animes to watch so i'm really enjoying it nice and um, this upcoming uh, con season, which will probably be done uh, before yeah. this is uploaded. Yeah. 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 Um, I am still dressing up as one of the uh, characters from from uh, Demon Slayer. So if you end up going to Dragon Con and you see a random Demon Slayer or a random Inosuke from Demon Slayer... That could have been me. You never know. Um, but yeah, so so I watched that, and then um, Jai or ah, I'm always missing up the name. Um, Jaijitsu 
Kaijin. Um, I'm catching up with that series. Um, they recently came out with um, a very small like season two where they did a bit of a time jump into the past where you get a little bit more information about Gojo, which is kind of like the um, the character who is mentoring the main character. Um, probably the most interesting character. I think Gojo is very um, is a very unique character, but um, it really kind of like builds the story a little bit. It builds Gojo's story as well as their nemesis, um, whose name I'm blanking on because I'm horrible at names. <laughs> but um, it is a another like so. This one is beautiful. Like, the animation is really amazing. Um, some of the fight sequences are super cool. And I think that the writing and pacing on this series is real, real good. Um, I think that a lot of, like, the conversations, a lot of the turns, a lot of just, like, the um, investments that people have are believable and they're well-written. So... It's funny because, like, I think that this is probably a better series. Like, and it's all, again, relative. my opinion and yeah. relative. But I think that this one's a little bit better than Demon Slayer. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I, I, I do think that. And again, both of these are, like, super hyper popular. Um, you know, I think the main three, like... Like very popular animes um, for for this year is probably um, Demon Slayer, Jujutsu, and um, I would want to say maybe Chainsaw Man, but Chainsaw Man just kind of like finished up. So I feel like Chainsaw Man was kind of a flash in the pan where people were like, "Whoa, what the fuck is this? This is so weird!" And then no one talked about it because it's, yeah, it's got the one gimmick, you know. Yeah, I I mean, have you seen it? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. I just know yeah. from, like, I haven't seen anyone talk about it after the premiere. Yeah, I mean, it's still a good series. Um, it also kind of, um, it's really horny at times, and I think that kind of takes away from the, the seriousness of the actual series. <laughs> but, um, but I think it's well-paced. I think that, you know, it's, it's an interesting world, and there are a lot of interesting characters that I want to uh, learn a little bit more about. But yeah, yeah, so it was just me catching up on anime because I don't want to go to a particular, you know, to the cons that I go to and, like, have conversations with people about these animes and get spoiled by stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, that, that, was, that was two of my things. Okay, gotcha. Well, so... Um, th my last three things are all movies, so I'll, I'll go through them all at once. Um, okay. so my wife and I watched a movie called, uh, Pretty Problems. That's, um, where did we see that? I think it was through Amazon, but it may mm -hmm. have been on AMC where, uh, it, basically it's, it's a, uh, working class couple, um, get invited by this random woman to a weekend at their home um up in wine country right yeah and turns out that they're invited there because the the wife is kind of this like um experience seeker right like she's just like oh this is an interesting person right mm -hmm. um and it's her and her husband interacting with these people that are clearly like billionaires, right? Okay. And learning, hey, this, like, it seems like an attractive lifestyle, but it's not really one that you want. Um, I, I think it does a very, very good job of portraying how alien people with immense billions are yeah right like how they just kind of like lose touch with reality it's, yeah it's it's an entirely separate existence that 
those people are living in right Mm -hmm. (laughs) right like they don't really interact with each other they're it's it's very like kind of a solipsistic existence um where you're just moving from one amusement to another and you don't really give a shit about anyone else yeah um it's it's a really funny uh movie as well um so i i recommend that um okay it's uh so we also watched um puss in boots the last wish yeah i hear that's real good it's i haven't really seen it really good oh yeah. my god it's really good it's, it's it's better than like what it should be yeah i you know it's funny it's it's very um it's very D, surprisingly because yeah it's, it's kind of a kid's movie but not real like it's it's a kid's movie in the way that like the original shrek is a kid's movie like it's mm-hmm. it's really for adults but it's yeah. you can take your kids to see it it's not gonna like traumatize them ruin them yeah um but it's it's so funny um antonio banderas is back um, yeah salma hayek is voicing a i think new character to the the puss in boots movies um hmm. but yeah it it kind of made me want to uh run a tabaxi rogue uh, <laughs> there you go for my next D character for sure yeah um, i mean the nice or the interesting thing is like the the wolf is like a very like strong villain like yeah i thought that the wolf was kind of a personification of like death yeah i mean i I think he even says it uh no he's he's a um uh uh like a bounty hunter yeah yeah but he's basically like i'm death yeah like i thought he was like literally like a shade of death or something Mm -hmm. but no like he's just a really high level bounty hunter (laughs) (laughs) um and then the thing that will most date when we're recording this is that i um just a couple days ago saw the uh ninja turtles movie mutant mayhem oh yeah i hear that's really good too oh my god it's so so good and it's 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 the same it does the same thing in terms of animation of like pushing the 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 medium forward as Mm -hmm. spider-verse but in a different way like because it's not the same type of animation as spider-verse um it's more of that like kind of cell shady kind of like it it honestly it looks like stop motion the way they have Mm. certain scenes animated like it's not um it's it's all cg but yeah but it um yeah no it's really good it's it's kind of a more competent version of the second teenage mutant ninja turtles live action movie (laughs) (laughs) if i'm being honest um yeah but it's it's funny to see you know there's a whole lot of characters in there that i was just like what they're they're bringing this character in? okay well shit i guess we'll watch bebop at rocksteady and also ray filet and also wingnut and all <laughs> and yeah also mondo gecko okay all these like weirdo characters yeah that you would think that they would just bring in the one maybe maybe like bebop and rocksteady yeah right? like the most popular ones but um yeah like it's it's uh really really good um I don't know what to say other than go see that movie. Go go <laughs> digitally stream that movie. Yeah, do you think it's worth like seeing it in a theater? Did you go to a theater or did you go Yeah, I went just... to a theater to see it. Mm. Um it's because like around where I'm at, like I can pay you know 675 for an 11:30 showing on a yeah. Thursday and like there's no one else in that theater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, it's not it's not necessary to see on a big screen. Um, like it, it, seeing it, you on don't a big think screen, it loses any of its like pizzazz. No, no. Like this is something that you can throw on w- while you're like writing or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and have in the background and and ca- like it's it's still ultimately a kids movie, but it's um, 
you know, it's it's still enjoyable to watch. It's not like completely devoid of messaging and anything like that. Mm-hmm. I was honestly surprised at a lot of the voice acting. Like, so I, I didn't recognize any of the kids because they're all like new. They were actually like, kids. Yeah, like Which, they were. And, and yeah. I don't keep track of. Um, but I thought that was cool that they actually, you know, hired kids. Hired to kid do. actors. Yeah. 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 Well, like, like so. For example, uh, let me let me read through this voice cast here. So they have uh, Splinters voiced by Jackie Chan. Yeah, which I thought was cool. Um, Seth Rogen voices Bebop. Uh, jo- which I mean, his production company is producing it. That's not surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Cena voices Rocksteady. Yeah, John Cena. Uh, Hannibal Burris voices Genghis Frog. Hmm. Giancarlo Esposito voices Baxter Stockman. Rose Byrne voices Leatherhead. Nastasia Dimitrio voices Wingnut. Um, Post Malone voices Ray Filet. And then Ice Cube voices Superfly. Yeah, that's cool. And Mondo Gecko is a little cameo that I didn't recognize in theater, so I'm going to leave that. Yeah, leave, leave that. But it's a very funny cameo as a, a character that speaks for a whole lot of the movie, and I just did not pick up on the voice. Um, That's cool. But uh, yeah, no, I highly recommend that. I'm probably not going to do coverage of it, but um, yeah, it, I mean it's, it's it's on my list to watch definitely. I don't know if I'm going to see it before it like goes to streaming or something like that but yeah. um but yeah it's definitely on my um my radar okay yeah well yeah. um yeah I, I mean that that finishes me up um, yeah the um last thing that uh i've been doing is um i've been playing a, a game recently it's called um frost hang on Frostpunk? Um, no, not Frostpunk. It that's a I really don't like those kind of like management games hmm. where you have to like build out a a char- or not a character, a city and everything. Um this is actually surprise surprise a a deck building game, oh. but it's called Winter Frost or Wild Frost. Wild Frost. Um it's a so a lot of the reviews on Steam um, basically say that it's it's difficult. Um, that um, the uh, uh, I guess difficulty spike is extreme. Um, it's just uh, a lot of people are like, and you know, it, it is a little bit difficult because you have your like your main character and um if your main character ends up dying your whole run is over and again it's a turn-based deck building roguelike so it's like slay the spire then is what i'm hearing kind of yeah yeah but you have a grid that you can place out like minions as well as your leader and you just have to like make sure that your leader doesn't die um, it's very, um, it has a lot of mechanics to it, so there is a, some bit of, like, you know, uh, number crunching, but I really, you know, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy, like, putting, putting my skills to the test. Um, I really enjoy, like, these roguelike deck building games, um, where you have to like manage your resources and you have to manage your deck and you can like put in certain cards and everything along those lines and um i do also really enjoy like the aesthetics of this game i think that the like the music and the graphics are really good but um it it can be frustrating when like rng kind of screws you um especially when you're having a, a really good run and um you know, there are parts of the game where you feel like you did the best that you could do and just, like, 
some random numbers kind of like screwed your run. See, that um, sucks. Yeah, but it's not it's not a lot of times when that okay. happens. Um, it really you feel like if your run or if your run ended, it was probably um, because of a choice that you made. And it could have been like a choice that you made earlier on, or like oh, that's just initially. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've done like I think like twelve runs, and I've won like once out of those twelve runs. I've had one successful run, um, and I don't think that I'm like the bee's knees when it comes to um, these kind of games. But I do think that like I'm proficient in it, so it is difficult. It's definitely a game where you have to think about it, but. It's something that I really enjoy, so I've been playing that a bit, cool. a bit on my off time because you know with those roguelike games you can kind of like you can boot it up, you can do a run. The run will usually last like an hour, but if you like scrub out, then you can do something else. Yeah, those are the those are the best. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know sometimes like I don't know I. Yeah, I find my time is a very limited resource, so it's I I've been finding it harder to like find moments in my day to sit down and dedicate like like hours. Um, yeah, there is so again, this is going to date us, but um, I am looking forward to a game that's coming out. Um, and I definitely want to spend some time in that game. So I'm going to like try to work on my schedule just so I can have some downtime to play that game. Mm, gotcha. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, Stuart, what game are you talking about? <laughs> well, I'll probably talk about that game on our next podcast. <laughs> so you're going to have to tune in to see which game I'm vaguely mentioning or, uh, yeah that I'm vaguely, like, referencing. <laughs> Look at that. Tying, tying stuff in. Putting a bow on it. Well, with Putting that... Putting the bow. Um, we'll see you, hopefully, people next week. <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a great night or morning or afternoon, whenever you listen to this. Bye. Bye. <laughs>